What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Laskin Grappler podcast. I am your host, Dennis Ackman. On today's podcast, we sit down with Tom Ritchie Jr. from South Anchorage. Uh, we talk a little bit about his time when he used to coach over at Service before South opened. We talk about the success South has had as a team, who are some of the more talented wrestlers that he's coached, which is an extremely hard question for someone who's coached for 18 years. And we also talk about his time uh, when he wrestled at Lathrop High School and won a state title. We talk about the relationship he had with his dad, with uh, his dad being the head coach while he was wrestling, and then how that transitioned into him being the head coach for his son when he was wrestling. Uh, it's all coming up right now. So, all right, welcome to the Alaskan Grappler podcast. I'm sitting here with Tom Ritchie Jr. and uh, my little brother Dylan Ackman. We're sitting in the small wrestling office at Lathrop High School, crammed with a bunch of boxes of, of crap from a tournament that we're hosting here, Battle of the Interior. Um, Going to talk today about just a bunch of random stuff with Tom about his time when he wrestled here at Lathrop, actually, uh, when he uh, coached over at South Anchorage, currently got South Anchorage, excuse me, when he coached over at Service and then when South was built and he got the opportunity to go over there and uh, maybe talk about some Minnesota Vikings football. Um, but first of all, uh, I just want to start off and ask you, what do you think the differences are between wrestling today and when you wrestled? Like physicality or technique? Mentality. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of us, you know, we always think like back in our day, like that we were tough. That yeah. wrestling was tough. But to be honest, um, the kids' technique levels nowadays compared to when when I was wrestling in high school, um, it, it's head and shoulders better now. Um, so many more opportunities now to to compete, and then also with flow wrestling. I mean, yeah. you can, um, you know thousands and thousands of clips to watch technique then you bring it into your practice room you know and coaches look at it um i remember back when i was in high school we didn't even get results until the amateur wrestling uh, newsletter came out and you <laughs> can see how the colleges did like a month ago you yeah know? now it's instantaneous you know, yeah you're watching things live and stuff so i think that's a big big bonus to the kids nowadays is just being able to watch videos yeah you know, yeah so. totally and the access to information, like you said, is just insane. Yeah. And, and, and on different platforms, between YouTube, Instagram, I mean, the list goes on and oh, on. Yeah. Twitter. Social media, it's huge. Um, you know, NCAA tournament now, you can watch every single match online. And back when I was in high school, they had like a 30-minute video on NBC. You know, they're showing like 45 seconds in each match for the finals, and that's all we got. Yeah, know? wow. So, <laughs> Pretty different. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, too, I mean, even with technology and people's phones, I mean, you can record your match, you could walk off the mat and watch it the the second it's done and see if you wanted to, you know, go over tape or whatever, what you just did wrong or what you did right, and watch it right then and there. I mean, did they even have, <laughs> did they even have that back in the day? You know, I give my dad credit. Um, you know, my dad um, was my wrestling coach in high school, and he, he had mat managers, and they would videotape all their matches, but, you know, we're talking video yeah VHS cassettes yeah probably a big um, camcorder maybe big, on, your, camcorder, on your shoulder you know? or something <laughs> um, but we able to watch our matches and that thing that would that helped us a lot too so you mentioned your dad your dad used to be the head coach here he was actually my head coach and he was Dylan's head coach for one year what was it like with your dad as a coach what was it did, did he was he harder on you than he was on other kids or maybe more lenient or expect more out of you because it's like you know that's his kid out there yeah, I mean, it, it was a great experience, you know, especially now looking back on it. I mean, 
what what a blast it was. You know, at the time, probably I didn't think that. You know. Yeah, I'm sure. You, probably hated him <laughs> sometimes. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you you always had to give a good effort for him. You know, and I wanted to please him and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, I think he did a really good job of of making me want to be a wrestler. You know, like I didn't just do it for him. Yeah. You know? um, I found it intrinsically to be a wrestler. He guided me through that, you know, and, um, and, and of course it turned around where, you know, I had my own kid wrestling for me, and I tried to think back of what my dad did for me, and uh, try to replicate that for my own son. And it's that- challenging. It was very challenging. I mean, I know there's times where I screwed up with my kid, maybe too much pressure, you yeah. know, and expecting him, and then uh, I had to back off, but, you know, I think me, even me and my son, it was... Yeah. It's a great four years. Well, well and then you're in, you're in kind of like a unique uh, situation where it's like, you know, your dad was a coach and then he coached you and you wrestled and then you end up being a coach and then you coached your son to wrestle. And, and what I mean by that is that so you have like two experiences to pull from. Yeah. What you did at, at, that worked for you as a wrestler and then also what like worked for you and your dad with like the father-son relationship with coaching and competing. I mean, so – Definitely, it's it's hard as a as a as a father, you know, and also as the head coach, you know, um, you just, you know, as sometimes you'll see it too. You have other coaches coach your kids like in the corner because maybe the pressure is pretty high. Yeah, um, and you, you want to make sure your kids are in it for the right reasons and stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, me, and my son Zach. I mean, it was a great four years, and even my dad was able to watch all my son's state tournaments, so he'd fly back here there for them all. Yeah, that's really cool. So, yeah, it, it was good. It's a good uh, kind of family tradition. When uh, when Zach was in school and you, and you guys had practice and stuff, did you guys ever, like, butt heads or get into it over wrestling? And then, did, and then did it ever, if so, did it ever, like, carry, like, outside of the wrestling room? Um, you know, I gotta be honest, it did sometimes, you know. I, I tried to not, we would try not to bring wrestling home, you know. Right. Uh, for the most part, we didn't, but, you know, definitely early on, you know, um, there was some pressure there, and, we, uh, and then you got to the size where we were actually wrestling each other. <laughs> we had some good scraps there, and uh, but as he got older, he kind of did things you know, on his own. And, right. Uh, I gave him that space. And, you know, he had a he had a good career that he looks back on. He's proud of. You know, he stayed finalist too. And, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, very proud of him. And we talk about it to this day. So, yeah, well, that's awesome, making some memories together that, you know, will last forever, you know, that he would get if he wrestled anyways, but probably maybe a little more special for both of you being able to, like, share that together. And then you guys also won state probably when he was in school as yeah, a team. Yeah, yeah. So that's also another probably special moment, too, you know, that it's not an easy thing to do unless you're a colony or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. It's easier. But, yeah, I mean, um, it, it was kind of special because even – when I was a high school wrestler, um, West Valley High School was the team. They had won five state titles in a row. Yeah, and wow. We were the ones that broke that streak late through high school, so that was special to be on a team. And then, uh, and my dad coached that, and then so my son got to experience that too at South, where um, we kind of broke Wasilla's streak. Nice, there. yeah. And um, he was part of that state championship. And you, in all four years, he was either you know he was top two team there, so he was on some good competitive teams. So, uh, speaking of back in the day when you were wrestling and, and Lather broke that streak, you won state as a senior, 
right? No. Junior. No, no. Yeah, I wanted it as a junior and then uh, got upset in the finals my senior year. Okay. Time. So going back uh, to those two years in particular, so I wasn't aware of that because the access of the information I have is what Wes has up on the state championship board up there, and he only has state champions up to like oh two, and then he okay. then he keeps track of like finalists. So I, I don't have access to the information. I just assumed that you were a senior, but going back to those two finals matches, do you remember who they were against? Oh yeah, um, you know Alaska wrestling. Of course, you, you wrestle a lot of competition multiple times. So my junior year was against uh, R.J. Poncioni from West Valley. Oh, okay. So, you know, we're in the same town, so we yeah. wrestled each other probably Jeez. seven, eight times. And did you always beat him, or was I, it yeah, back and I forth did. that um, year? Okay. I always did, you know, and it kind of got closer and closer because, you know, you wrestle someone so many times, they start to learn your wrestling, yeah. and it's just the way it is. Um, we had a real tight region championship, and then I wrestled again in the state finals. Do you remember what the score was I in your state finals? State finals, I think, seven to two. I beat him pretty good. I had okay. it. Um, but then my senior year, um, I was probably a hundred times a better wrestler than I was my junior year. Oh, wow. I went to um, Lenny Zaleski's camps. And okay. Palmer, the Iowa guys were there, and I just really, you know, fell in love with wrestling, and I was undefeated. Didn't have a close match all year. I wrestled a tough kid in the finals, though, from Bartlett. Kenny Humphreys. Um, Kenny Humphreys, damn you. Yeah, Kenny Humphreys' his name. Uh, I didn't really know him that well. We never wrestled. We never met him. Oh, you guys didn't wrestle yeah, all that year? You know, oh, wow. I knew of him. Yeah, yeah. He, he was the way to bug me the year before. and uh, um, We just didn't meet up. And uh, he got me in overtime. Um, took oh, me wow. down. You know, and that, that one hurt for a while. Yeah, I bet. I bet, I bet yeah. It's just, you know, my last high school match. I took a defeat. So how'd you do when you were a freshman and a sophomore? Um, freshman year, you know, that's when I moved up to, to um, Alaska. I grew up in Minnesota, and um, you know, I, I was pretty competitive. Uh, I, I think I won my like my first ten matches my freshman year, and uh, back then only the top four placed at the state tournament. Oh, okay. You know, so I was like a match away from that, um, and uh, yeah, then my sophomore year again, I was in a, a tough weight. I don't know, Brian Tennis from. West oh, Valley, you yeah. know, I, that's another historical thing too. I was his last high school pin. Oh, of course. Yeah, he pinned me at the state tournament. Yeah, and he <laughs> actually he actually has a bunch of records for pins or most pins in a season or something like that yeah. uh, for the state or, or something. like Do you remember these records? What I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember them. I don't know exactly. What it's something like that. It, it was on Tom Shelley's old website, AK yeah. Matt, but I remember him being on there. Or maybe one of them was like a fastest pin or something like that. But that guy was like, yeah, pinning machine. I had the, you know, super awesome experience of having Ryan as one of my coaches for like my first That's year right. or two. So That's he's right. always in there just beating me down. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. So, okay. So um, speaking of which, so you you end up being pretty good your, your junior and senior year. You know, at least like getting, getting much better. Um, I guess this is kind of a hard question because you never know. How do you think you'd fare today? And if you if you took you and your prime, and and inserted yourself today, do you think you'd still be like a? Yeah, I mean, you like to think so. Yeah. You know, um, you know, like I was saying earlier, I mean, the technique level is probably a little more advanced now, but I mean, I, you know, I I was pretty driven. I mean, I was pretty focused. I, I worked hard. Um, I was in good condition. That was like something that you know, going to those Iowa camps where they're yeah. still in you. You know, just six minutes hard. You know. I used to tape my shoelaces before it was even a thing. Oh, know, really? Because you, 
back when I was in high school, you could actually untie your shoelace and tie it again, untie it, you know. The Iowa wrestlers would tape them, you know, so that wasn't even the question because you wanted to. Yeah, so not to give a break or something? Yeah, no breaks, you know. Gotcha. And, you know, I'm pretty good with the front headlock series, just the snaps from behind. And, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'd fare well, but, I mean, there's tough kids. Yeah. Know. I mean, it's, the level is definitely better. Um, I don't know, and that's the other thing, too, participation-wise, I mean, some schools are down, numbers yeah. are down. That's why I was actually um, have a question here on my on my list of, you know, from when you wrestled. Do you think wrestling is has grown or, or maybe about the same or maybe a little less or um, a lot less? You know, it, I, I think the numbers were, were better back then. You know, a lot of that has to do with the way our season is now. Um, yeah. There's pros and cons for it. Um, I think we had the best season back before, I think it changed in 97. We used to go from January to April. Oh, that's a long um, time, yeah. Yeah. So it's a longer season, but, you know, you, the football players would be done. Um, they actually had basketball was from um, February, or when did it start? started in October, and it got done basically the first week of wrestling season. Oh, so you'd get some yeah, of those so kids, too. Yeah, you would get football players, you'd get basketball players, and then wrestling would start. You know, they didn't overlap with anything, really. Yeah. Um, and uh, the numbers were big. I just... Remember, West Valley had big numbers. We did, you know, the Lathrop. Yeah, well, if you look at this picture right here, this is from 1996. There's a picture behind me up in this office from the 1996 uh, Lathrop team, and I mean, it's not like a huge, huge team, but it's not any. It's not small at all. There's got to be 30 people in that picture, or something like that, give or take. But uh, I mean, I think that was the norm. I mean, service high school made, you know, 100 kids. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. I can't even imagine that. Yeah, I mean that was uh, that was a big program. They were kind of the force down in. Anchorage. How would you even practice cool. like that? <laughs> yeah, we'd go to their practices, and it was a lot of live wrestling, you know. But this group, you know, all the one hundred three punters over here, one twelve, and it was just I mean just chaos. Yeah, just and tons of kids. Program like that, you know, the cream rises to the top. You're yeah. gonna get a good kid at every weight. Yeah. If you're six seven deep at each weight class. You know, yeah, that's so. crazy. Um. So yeah, I mean. But now, you know, um, when they changed it, it's just, I think the numbers hurt. Yeah. Um, well, now we get, like, what, like three months-ish to yeah, wrestle? Yeah, 11 weeks is all And everybody's get. tournaments are all jammed together, so it's almost nonstop, like, every weekend and yeah. not a whole lot of time off. Not that you need time, but, I mean, I think kids need time to develop. You know, their gas tank, their technique, their, yeah. you know, everything. You know, I, think, I don't think it hurts our better kids because they're wrestling year-round. Right. You know, but the kids that need development. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're rest or the state football championships tomorrow. Yeah, we're already week four. Yeah, rest. totally. So they'll get done, and they have five weeks until the region tournament. You, you won't develop as a, if you're a brand new wrestler. Right. Yeah. I mean, you have very little time. So that hurts wrestling in Alaska, um, unfortunately. You know. So. So I mean, I guess it's kind of maybe like a no-brainer, but you think the numbers would be better if we say not even have the same season, but started in January or. or, or when I wrestled, we actually started, I think, in, like, October, and we, I mean, it wasn't very fun, like, wrestling through the holidays yeah. and stuff like that, you know, not being able to, like, eat on certain holidays, oh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I mean, the season was longer. I think we got done, the state was, like, the first weekend of February, and yeah. I think we started at the beginning of October, or maybe the end, I can't remember, but, I mean, football was done or, or almost yeah. done, kind of yeah. the same thing, like, what you're yeah. talking about, at least. So we would get football players like a week or two after their season was over, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So they still had time to come out and, you know, 
at least get on the mat for a while. Yeah, definitely. Time to, to get in shape. And the new kids develop. Um, but like you said, I mean, I was saying pros and cons of this season. Yeah, you know, you're not, you do go over Thanksgiving break, but you don't, you're not practicing over Christmas break. Yeah. I think that season was a little long, 16 weeks for a sport like wrestling. Four yeah. months is a, is a grind. Yeah, I imagine. Weight management. Yeah. Conditioning. But, you know, the kid got hurt in, injured early on the season they had time to get back right now it's basically you get hurt your season yeah if you have a serious injury yeah yeah. that's a good point i mean i actually never thought about that too much um so when you were done uh, your senior year what how'd you get to anchorage um well kind of a long story so um i was recruited to the university of oregon um wrestling under ron finley there for a few years and uh ended up um, transferring out of there and finishing up my wrestling career at Morehead State, okay. Minnesota. Um, okay. And when I graduated, I kind of always wanted to go back to Alaska, and I was always thinking Fairbanks and um, come back here. And, but anyways, my wife at the time um, came up and she saw Fairbanks in Anchorage. She's like, "We're living in Anchorage." <laughs> <laughs> so I was okay. like, "Okay, yeah." I mean, I kind of understood. No, yeah. A little more, you know. Fairbanks is great in the summers, probably a little cold in the winter. Yeah. I, I probably would have been fine. Yeah. Know? Um, but we moved to Anchorage and and I love it down there. You know, the mountains. Yeah. The, the fishing access. This, There's a lot to do down there. there and is, a lot within you know. close proximity of, you know, all kinds of places. And Fairbanks, living here my whole life besides couple years i was in vegas there's definitely not a whole lot to do around here not not like i mean there's definitely you know go hiking and and stuff like that but i mean the next city yeah you gotta drive yeah you gotta drive a little ways and then yeah there's just not like a ton of stuff to do so i mean i can understand that yeah yeah you know i ended up falling in love with anchorage just the mountains and i of course i got into running yeah <laughs> so yeah you I, do that all the time yeah used to now i got a, a total hip replacement yeah but you still go hiking and stuff yeah, all the yeah, time yeah, so yeah. that's pretty hiking sweet there's definitely not as many places to go hiking here that's for sure not as many trails or anything even close to what they have down there so you moved to anchorage and you when you went to service before south anchorage wasn't a school did not exist did you were you the head coach right away? I mean, I don't know the story at all. So. I, I wasn't. No. Um, you just I, wanted to help out or get in the room or, yeah, or help? Yeah, so some of my college, um, one of my best friends, uh, Pete Dickinson, uh, I wrestled with him in college at Moorhead State. Okay. And, um, he uh, he went to service, so I kind of had that connection. Oh, okay. The head coach at the time was Mark Stiller, and it was probably the best thing for me um, to, to walk into that program as an assistant and learn from Stiller. Um, he was a phenomenal coach. I learned um, kind of how to run a team. Um, you know, it, there's a big difference between just being a, a college wrestler and then the coaching aspect. Of it. Oh yeah, you got to learn how to coach. Yeah. You know? So, you know, you did camps and stuff in college, but until you're a, a, like a high school coach, that's what you learn the most. So I learned a ton from him, and I was under him for two years before I took over as the head coach at service. And, and did you just take over just because he just decided he was done? Yeah, he, he was done. He. he done with teaching and wanted to be a firefighter oh, okay so change careers and he couldn't really keep the wrestling program gotcha so, um i took over how was that transition um, it was like? lean um my first year as assistant we were state champs um, oh, okay top team and then the following year the second year as the assistant i think was the first time in service history they didn't have anybody placed in the state tournament. oh wow so that that's crazy 2000 
2000 team. You guys must have just a ton of seniors. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because, man, that's a major drop. That's crazy. And then the following year, nobody in the top six. Yeah. They placed top six back then. Yeah, wow. And, uh, yeah, so then the next year was my first year, so it was kind of a rebuilding process. And we we got it back up and won some region titles. And um, we were my last year at service before South opened in 2004. So South opened in 2004. Um, we had to run at a state title. If, I, if, they could, if South wasn't open, we had a really good shot at service from winning that year because um, we just had a tough team. Yeah. And so when South opened... Um, bunch of kids got yeah, pushed over. Yeah, a bunch of kids were going to... The boundaries, you know, were set, and a bunch of kids were going to go to South. Um, and my position as a PE teacher at service is kind of a low man there. Um, um, I was guaranteed a job at South. And I kind of always wanted to start my own program. You okay. Know, um, so. Service, great school, great tradition, you know, but I kind of wanted to start my own tradition over it. So, so like, perfectly worked yeah. out, in a sense, yeah. minus the whole state title run. Yeah, so it kind of split our team up. Um, so I transferred to the new school, South, and um, a lot of kids came with me. That first year, they let kids decide Pick where, where they, they wanted, wanted to go. go. Um, and we got most of them to South. Did those kids, I mean, those kids came specifically for wrestling, yeah, probably? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, they yeah. knew we had a good team. Yeah, they, you know, wanted they to follow wanted coach. to stay together. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, but we had a couple that had to stay back, um, and we ended up taking second in state that year, the first year South opened. And um, we could have gotten those couple others that stayed at service. Do you know we who lost was? to oh, Okay, We put six in the finals. It's not bad. Second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, a, it was a good run, you know. So, um, so you know, instantly we were a competitive team. Yeah. You know? It's not like we were starting from scratch. Right. You know? Yeah. Then, you had like a base to kind of like work off of, yeah. and then you know probably adopted some of the culture, and then had yeah. some of your own too, and then yeah. You I know? mean, I, I copied a lot of stuff I learned from Stiller. Yeah. Tradition. Yeah. So then you go to South Anchorage, and since South has been open, they've been pretty much you guys have been a powerhouse i mean i don't I, I would have to like look at it but i would be surprised if you guys didn't place in the top five like every year for the most part yeah um there there was a year there where we, i think one year we got seven you know, okay uh, but we were right there from seven to four yeah know? pretty um, close but for the most part we're in the top four just about every year um i don't know the stats on it um, yeah but um We've taken second a lot. <laughs> yeah, know, like, and that's the thing, you know. It's we got only two state titles as a team, um, a lot of seconds, um, which is nothing to hang our heads about because that's no, you know, not at all. Tough to get, you know, second as well, but um, but when you're right there, it is kind of like right man, there, we're right. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we um, had some good runs and just fell a little bit short on some of those years. So you were the head coach there for eleven years. Eleven years. Okay. And then you decided to just step down because... Yeah, um, you know... It was, it was after Zach was done, right? Yeah, we, we stepped down together, kind of. Okay. I mean, it was his senior year. It yeah. It was kind of the plan. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been around wrestling my whole life, but I love it. You know, right. I started in third grade, wrestled through high school and all of my college years, and, and I coached for 16 years, and um, it was just time. And yeah. Then I, you know, I got into marathon running, and I, it was my training for that. And so yeah. I maybe do that a little more but you were still assistant coaching, right, or helping yeah, so out I, or whatever. Yeah, so I, you still got to be in there, but yeah. it's like, nah, now I don't have to be a hundred percent dedicated to being there and doing exactly. all the stuff every day or yeah, whatever. Definitely, so definitely, um, yeah. So I stepped down and uh, and I did help out the first year I, with 
uh, Darren Pestercroft. Getting him coach. transitioned into being a head coach. Yeah, the transition there. And, um, and then the year after that, I was completely away. And then I just came back last year. Yeah, so how was it taking a year off? Was that kind of weird? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it was nice. Yeah. Lots <laughs> of free time. Yeah, and I, I, I took advantage of it. I mean, I was doing something every day in the mountains. That's and awesome. Stuff like that. Um, wasn't spending my weekends in the gym all day. Yeah. But you miss it, you know, the wrestling's in your blood. Definitely, and, um, yeah. But my capacity as a coach isn't nearly what it was back then. I mean, I'm in the room, but um, Darren Pestrikoff and Randy Hansen, I mean, they run the program. Yeah. They're the guys that are, and they're showing the technique and, you know, spending the year round with the guys. And yeah. Like so. So speaking of your guys' team in general, so I didn't look too far back because it would just take forever. So in the last six years, right, I could go back further and it would still be probably just as good. In the last six years, South has taken, starting last year, third, fourth, first, second, second, first. Yeah. So why is your guys' program so successful? Is it the coaching? Is it the kids? Is it the philosophy? Is it all kinds of just all that together? I mean, that's not a coincidence that you guys just happen to – yeah, uh, that doesn't happen on accident, is what yeah, I mean. Yeah, um, you see that first, second, second, first. We were hoping to win all four of those years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, do you know who won those years? Um, How did Wasilla One year by Wasilla, and then one year Colony got us. Of course, yeah, year, yeah. That year we um, we put seven in the finals. Wow, they just got us in the back door, you know. Jeez. Um, but uh, you know, hats off to them for doing that. That's crazy. It was bitter. And that was my last year too, you know. Oh. So I stepped down after that. Brutal. But you know, um, it's just a lot of it's tradition. You know, we, um, you know, being in the building myself, um, be able to recruit kids in the building, get them out for wrestling, keep tabs on them, make it kind of the culture of the school. Like wrestling is cool, you know, at South Anchorage. You know, they're, um, it's a popular sport. Um, kids uh, respect it at our school. And then uh, kind of year-round, it, it takes year-round. Um, we have, you know, obviously USA Wrestling really helps us out. Um, we have a club, Avalanche Wrestling Club, that our coaches get to coach at and our kids wrestle at. Um, so it keeps those our high school coaches connected with the kids here. Yeah, which definitely helps a lot. Yeah. And I know that Randy and Darren, too, also help coach Team Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. So that's also huge, I'm sure. Yeah, having that connection with those kids, and so yeah, you, you build like a really strong relationship with them year round. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because it's tough. I mean, if you just coach from the first day to the end, and then just kind of you know know what those kids are doing in the summer, and so um, so yeah, it's, it's year round, and I think that's what it takes um, you know, to have a top level team. Yeah, and then here we are again. I mean, I imagine you guys have to be, in my opinion, the favorite to win state this year. I mean, you can never count teams out or say that you're, like, guaranteed to win anything. I thought that we were going to have a pretty good chance last year, which we did win, but it was a lot closer than we would have liked. We were getting pretty nervous there. I mean, it took a lot of luck and from both sides for us and Colony, but, I mean, we got to the finals, and then and then one thing happened, and then another, and then I'm yeah. like, you got to be, what, wait, what? No, what is happening? This yeah. is crazy. And then we ended up pulling it off, but what I was getting at is that I think that you guys probably favored to win this year. You got a lot of talent, a lot of returning state champs, returning finalists, you know? I Just, I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough team, and like you were saying last year, I mean, there's, there's so many ways you can win a state title and so many ways you can lose it, you know? Oh, totally. I mean, so many kids out there wrestling um so every match is important you know 
Um, so yeah, we, we have a tough team, you know, definitely Colony's going to be ahead, you know, uh, Lathrop, Wasilla, um, so, you know, you can't count those teams out either, um, but yeah, our guys, are, they're focused, they've, you know, they, they've been training hard. Um, have most of them wrestled during, the, like, the off season? Yeah, I mean, we, we do a good job through USA Wrestling, you know, our clubs, um, getting kids to wrestle in the spring and the summer through that come up and up to Fairbanks wrestling with Bocker Team Alaska um, definitely helps our state too and yeah I mean, it, yeah for sure our high school programs in Alaska need to take advantage of that um, you know Team Alaska is a great you know resource for us I mean come up and train with Bocker the coaches that he puts together um, it's going to really help your high school wrestling you know? yes yeah. and most of those guys that he brings up are you know everybody brings like a different aspect of something that they've gotten along the way and a different mentality and it's not like you know even though randy and darren both coach for for south darren went to diamond high school and randy went to bethel yeah. so i mean it's not like even though you guys have like a, a certain way you do things now they came from different you know backgrounds and and kind of bring it all and then Bacher being here and then he had uh, Michaela Hutchison I mean the list goes on and on even going back to the past when he did Team Alaska and you had Holland Gravely, Kale Byers, uh, Eli Hutchison I mean yeah I mean stud coaches in there and then you get all the the, the talent together as practice partners you know you're wrestling the best kids in the state in the summer yeah you're only going to get better so even if those kids don't travel to say like Fargo or whatever, no. and they just come up for like the camp or whatever, I mean, like yeah. you said, you're, this talent of kids that you're still wrestling is yeah. top-notch kids all year round. I mean, if you can wrestle, you know, state finalists or whatever nonstop, I mean, you're just going to make each other better. But you know, you don't have that luxury during the high school season in your room. I yeah. mean, sometimes you do if you have like a stacked team or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. having all these kids together and seeing all kinds of different styles and just everything just Definitely. you know really pushes kids, makes them a lot better. Yeah, and even though you know the summer wrestling is freestyle and Greco-Roman, you know, and there's some some coaches have the philosophy like you know we, you know, it's folk style only, folk style only, you know, that doesn't help your high school wrestling or wrestling freestyle Greco. That's that's not true. I mean, the more mat time you get, whether it's Greco, freestyle, folk style, it's going to help your your high school season. Yeah, I totally yeah, agree. I mean, it's just wrestling, wrestling. You know, you get more reps. You're you know, you're on the mat more. So yeah. Yeah, totally. And that kind of stuff will even help you if you're ever in that kind of position. I mean, you know, you can't do certain throws and things like you can yeah. at Greco, but, I mean, it helps you with your hips and just, you know, positioning and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I totally agree. Um, one question I told you I was going to ask you before we started the podcast is who are some of the more talented wrestlers that you've coached before, whether it be at South or Service, by accolades or maybe even just, I don't know, just what they were capable of doing, I guess. Yeah, I guess that, that is a tough question to think about all the kids that I've had in my programs. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you said you were head coach for 11 years, not to mention assistant coach. Yeah. Who are the best kids you've wrestled or coached in 13 <laughs> years of, uh, of yeah. coaching? Oh, not to mention the last two years since, or yeah. whatever, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, this is this, like year 18, I think. That's okay, so yeah. Coach. Yes. Um, you know, I get some names that come off the top of my head. One, one Jesse Amos. Um, okay. Yep. He was a two-time state champion for me. Um, also won the Reno Tournament of Champions and got the Outstanding Wrestler Award down yeah. there. Okay, yeah, I remember um, him. He was, I think, a year younger than me. Dylan probably would know yeah, more. I think he, 
or two years? I think he graduated in 07. Okay, so yeah, yeah you're, you're younger than 07 me. 07 or 08. He was definitely around there, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he, he was definitely, especially his senior year, I mean, he once stayed at 171. I want to say he won almost by tech ball in the finals, but he had beat the 60-pound state champ. He won at 71. He also had bumped up and beat the 89-pound state champ. Okay, so, so, yeah. And then he also won one duel, weighed in at 189, Bumped, bumped up, up to 215 in <laughs> almost tech ball the, the runner up at 215. Wow! So I mean he was kind of the man. For That's kind of cool. That year, yeah, know? bumping around trying to yeah, wrestle the better kids. That, that was what's cool. What's cool about it is that he just went out to try to get yeah. the best competition. He didn't just stay at his. Yeah, it's months, smart. You know? um, well, sometimes yeah. when you're in a situation like that, you kind of have to, right, to get better. Yeah. Maybe, I yeah. don't know what your guys' wrestling room was like, but we've had kids like that before that are maybe a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Ken Osborne's perfect example of that Bocker coach yeah we didn't really have anyone when the year that he won state Bacher talks that he had to wrestle him all the time because the room yeah. didn't really have any quality wrestler wrestlers for him to get yeah. better and so he had to wrestle somebody that's going to push him and make him better exactly pounding yeah. on kids all day that are less talented or physically you know he's superior than them that's not going to help him at all so yeah well, good for him, man. That's awesome. I didn't know any of that. That's cool. Yeah, that was that was, that was good. I think that's who he, he bumped up and wrestled with Ken Oswald. Oh, okay. After, yeah. Um, so yeah, he was tough. Um, yeah, it's just hard to pinpoint, you know. Um, I think uh, who else do we have here? Uh, Rami Palumbi. Okay. He was, yeah. Uh, three-time finalist, two-time state channel. Um, yeah. So he he's more recent. He graduated maybe a couple years ago. Yeah. Three, three years yeah, ago. Yeah. So. Or did he graduate with Zach or the year, the year after? after? Yeah, okay. so I coached him the first three years. Gotcha. And, um, so he was tough. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've had Greg Shack, um, won three state titles. You know, he was, got upset for four. Um, oh, yeah, because he uh, was a four-time finalist, right? Yeah. You know, Who he, did he lose to? Um, Do you know? He lost to Booth in the semifinals. Oh, okay, Colin, okay, yeah. yeah. I remember. Year. Gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, he was a two-time Fargo All-American. Yeah. Um, and he was yeah. about the same age as Plumby, right? Maybe a year or same, two. Same old, age. Same yeah, age. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah you um, guys have had some pretty stacked wrestlers in there. I was yeah. just curious. Yeah, it, it, it's fun. We we did, we did build a um, wall of fame in our wrestling room, so we oh, okay. put our finalists on there. Oh, okay, it's kind cool. Of fun to look back and um, see the tradition. Well, you guys keep track of all like the records too, right? Yeah, we're fortunate. That, I've seen uh, you to post something it. about that, maybe on Facebook or something. Yeah, we keep historical records. We have every. Take down, pin, escape, you know, near fall. Every kid that's been in our program um, from the get go. From the get-go. wow, yeah. So that is really since cool. 2004. So we, the stat book now we give out at the banquet at the end of the year is pretty thick. Yeah, you know? it's got everybody that's even been on our team. Wow. And um, yeah, so we, it's we're pretty proud of that to keep that up to date. Yeah, that's um, really cool. I bet there's not too many schools that can say that. Probably none. Yeah, because you know you get coaching turnover and stuff gets lost. You yeah. Know, and, um, that's why Wes wanted to put that wall upstairs that's in the mat room. I mean, it's not like, you know, anything like what you guys have, but at least if we can keep track of, I mean, like I said, it doesn't have any of the state runner-ups from 02 or whatever before that, but it has every state champion that's ever won for Lathrop, even before there was actual official state tournament. He even has those yeah, on yeah. there that kids still want, but just at least have something for people to look at and then, he has some records too that I'm not really quite sure where he got them. I think just from asking people that used to be in the program because I know yeah. Dylan's on there for for a few things for mainly pins and stuff, um, and then all the top three score team score or uh, 
team placements over the years, yeah, but nothing cool. like takedowns and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And you decided to just do that just to be yeah, like, yeah, this will be something cool. Work. You know, I, I've had some guys in the program that did our stats for us, but I kind of took that over, um, you know, years ago. And uh, it, it's fun. It's uh, it's motivating, too. You know, our kids, they'll see what the records are, and they, they want to get those records. You yeah. Know? Uh, especially our Wall of Fame now. You know, all our PE classes see that. Yeah, um, that's awesome. All their events, and they're like, okay, I want to get my name on that wall, you know. Yeah. And it's motivating. And now South's been open for 14 years now and uh we were getting uh, class reunions coming back you know oh. so the 10-year reunion now, and they're like oh they come in there and make some have to see some stuff on there right now and yeah break their wives or, you know, that's pretty cool say hey, my name's on the wall and, you know it's, yeah it's kind of neat yeah. that's pretty awesome didn't you think about that um i don't want to like just cut it, it short here in the middle of the, our uh interview here but i know that we have another duel coming up at i think it's seven fifteen. but i want you to have time to go you know be with your team or whatever beforehand but i do want to end on just talking a little bit about nothing to do with wrestling as i mentioned before and i wanted to talk about the minnesota vikings you're a minnesota fan right oh, yeah. are you like a minnesota just sports fan or are you particularly like I, I follow Minnesota sports. So okay, I'm, so I'm you're twins. with this guy. Yeah, okay. You know, I, I was in Minnesota in 1987 when the Minnesota Twins won the World Series with Kirby Puckett. Awesome. Um, I was actually, then I moved to Fairbanks, so they won again in 91. Um, I was a uh, junior in high school. Yeah. So, so that was great two years of baseball for, for yeah. Minnesota. So it's only two World Series titles we've won. But the Vikings, on the other hand, um, have never won a Super Bowl. You know, they're, they've been in four. Haven't, they're own four. And um, I always thought, like, okay, they're going to win one eventually, you know. But now I'm 44 years old, and I'm just like, maybe they'll never win a Super Bowl in my lifetime, you know. It's, yeah. It's like, I don't know. They've been close. I mean, they've had some good teams. Yeah, I mean, I thought you guys were going to do it last year, to be honest. And then, obviously... Yeah, like the big play in, in Minnesota, you know, against the Saints that was just miraculous and just insane. And then, you know, just to ride that, like, high into the, you know, NFC championship. And uh, it started out good. You guys start out 7-0 right off the bat. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, I was over there supporting uh, Dylan and my dad watching it. And I was like, okay, yeah. You know, I, I told my wife that I wanted to – I don't really like watching sports with other people because I'm pretty passionate. And – uh and if people don't agree with me, I get annoyed. <laughs> or if they are going for, you know, I've been, I've watched sports with other people, and uh, you know, rooting for a team, rooting against me, and then like rubbing it in my face or something that like pisses me off so much. <laughs> so I can't stand that. But I wanted to go over there, and I told him I was like, I want to be over there if they go to the Super Bowl, and I want to watch with my dad and Dylan to to kind of just like be a part of that moment. And then it started off really good, and then just I don't know, the wheels just fell off, and. Yeah, it just ended up being kind of a blowout, and I felt bad, and these guys were just destroyed, and I was like, hey, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but it was like halftime, I'm like, would you care if I went... Would you care if I went home right now? Because uh, I'm not really having too much fun over here. Yeah. I really want to be around you guys. You're bringing me down, and I, I don't blame you, but um, I can't be here any longer. And they're like, "Yeah, no, get out of here." Um, but what do you think about the team this year? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we had high expectations, and they kind of had a lull there. Um, the weeks two, three, I think, and I think they won their last two games. So they played the Jets Sunday. So they're turning things around. Um, do you think that the team's better on paper? I think so. You know, they got the quarterback situation with Cousins. Um, 
that we thought you guys were going to get Dalvin Cook back, but he's like hurt, and yeah. then he's not, and then he is, and then, and then he's not. Yeah, so. he was my first running back pick on my fantasy team. Oh. Now he just sits on the bench. So. so you're a fantasy football guy? Yeah. yeah. How's your team looking? <laughs> It's not even very well. Oh, right. Really? <laughs> I got uh, I, I'm in two leagues. I'm in what I call my Alaska League, which is with a bunch of my friends and, and both my brothers. And then I'm in my Las Vegas League, which is uh, a league that I used to be in, or, or I mean, uh, where I used to work in Las Vegas. They have a league there, 14 man league. It's just ruthless. But uh, I got I got your boy Adam Thielen on my oh, team, yeah, and he's just. Uh, Animal and small uh, town guy. Yeah, and his story just blows yeah, my mind because yeah. he's from Minnesota and yeah. was undrafted, and he yeah. just went and tried yeah. out, and then he's like, not just like one of the top guys on the team. He's one of the top guys in the whole entire league yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. And okay. you guys, and it's not even like your number two guy, or I don't know if he's number two or Stephon Diggs is number two, or yeah. or what the deal is. They're both like just crazy good. I don't know. Just insane. Yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, they're exciting. So it'd be interesting, you know. Um, you know, just the kicking game has always been the, the Achilles for Minnesota. You know, those those years. I can't remember the year, but when we had Randy Moss and our kicker hadn't missed a kick all year, NFC Championship game against the Falcons, and Gary Anderson misses like a thirty-yard field goal to go to the Super Bowl. You know. Yeah, that's I remember brutal. I was in Minnesota in college at the time. And well, and then on top of that, the other side of the kick, um, when you guys play the Saints in the NFC Championship, right, and Brett Favre turned the ball over, and then they kicked a field goal to win it before yeah. you both – or how'd that work, right? Yeah, we were playing the Saints. Yeah, the Saints won it overtime when it was uh, sudden death. Yeah, okay, that's right. So, yeah, then there's that, and then you guys lost to the Seahawks a couple years ago on Blair Walsh missing, like, a, I don't know, like a two-yard field goal. <laughs> it was really, really short. Oh, I mean, he man. mentioned – I mean, that guy felt really bad, but mentioned after the game that he should have been able to kick a watermelon through the uprights is what he said from that distance. So he beat himself up. And then you guys cut your cor- – uh, your, uh, you guys cut your uh, kicker this year. Yeah. Uh, he was a rookie, right? Yeah, he was actually one of the first kicker we actually drafted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, – yeah. And he had high expectations and just yeah yeah. yeah. But now you guys have Josh or uh, not Josh Bailey. Josh Bailey is not a person. Dan, Dan Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. yeah. Dan Bailey, and uh, he's obviously been pretty good. And he's like historical kicker for used to yeah. play for the Cowboys for years. So yeah. hopefully it turns around for you yeah. guys. It'd be nice to win one of those games on a field goal. And then uh, you guys, Minnesota, just homebred athletes, man. Joe Maurer too. Joe Maurer from yeah. Minnesota played yeah. for Minnesota his whole career. Made a ton of money. I mean, never was able to win a World Series, but still probably be a Hall of Famer, I imagine. He had some, he had some good years there, you know, winning batting titles. Um, he was and, MVP. One yeah, year, MVP. Right? Him and Justin Morneau made some playoff runs. Yeah, um, I remember Justin Morneau won the home run derby one year, yeah, right? Yeah, and I think he even won MVP one year, I want to say, or the home run. One of those, but... Um, funny thing about Joe Maurer too. That my son growing up, he's a huge Joe Maurer fan. We oh really? Twins games. He had the Maurer jersey. He nice. was Maurer for Halloween. One oh, year. cool. That's scary. But uh, Maurer uh, had the choice of uh, coming out of high school to play football or baseball, and he had Bobby Bowden from Florida State actually call him and offer him a scholarship to be their quarterback. And oh wow! He picked baseball, and it was probably a good decision. Yeah. A lot longer career. Yeah. You yeah. Know. And he made a bunch of money when you guys signed him to like a. I don't know, seven-year deal or something oh, yeah, for yeah. $200 billion yeah, or something. Well <laughs> yeah, so it'd be sad to see him go. I saw his little last game, and he 
people in the crowd were crying. He took off his little cap and he had his catcher's gear on because he went and caught one pitch and then they pulled him out of the game. I just, oh no, I know he's probably going out on his own terms, but I just felt so bad. It's pretty cool to be with the same team your whole career, you know. Yeah, that totally. Free agency and stuff. And it's done. It never does often, you know. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, that being said, um, like I said, I probably would I could talk more and more and more and pick your brain, but we have re- more wrestling to go. So I just want to say thanks for you know talking and sitting down for me. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, definitely. It's always good to talk wrestling um, stories from the past. Yeah, it's cool. And, and and on top of that, like I said, I mean, me and you haven't really sat down ever and talked like one on one. So just yeah. learning a bunch of stuff like that just for me is pretty cool because I'm also kind of just like a wrestling nerd when it comes to. Alaska wrestling and stuff. Me and Dylan used to always look at, you know, brackets and results and just following. The year I broke my arm and I had to, you know, I was following state at home on my computer through AK Matt getting results as he was updating them on there. I still remember that. Constantly refreshing to brackets to see who won. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. Because I couldn't be there, but yeah. Crazy. That was in the North Pole gym, right? Yeah. I was there, Oh, yeah, yeah, I forget. You guys used to come up for that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that sucked. (laughs) Anyways, we'll end on that super (laughs) sad note. (laughs) Well, that does it for this podcast. I want to say thanks again to Tom Ritchie Jr. for taking the time to sit down with me and talk about wrestling. Um, We were at the Battle Interior Wrestling Tournament when we uh, did that podcast, and it was uh, their team's bye that round so just want to say thanks again um if you know anyone or if you would like to be on the podcast and shoot the breeze about wrestling or anything in particular please uh let me know i'm always looking for more people to have on the podcast i have a list of people who have already reached out to me who want to be on here i'm always interested in meeting new people and talking about wrestling or anything in particular and you know finding out their stories so if uh, it sounds something that you might be interested in uh let me know uh other than that stay tuned for the next one